Good evening, angels. <laughs> I just wanted to jump on because I've been meaning to get on today. On my way to work, I wanted to jump on and discuss some things, but literally, right when I was getting ready <laughs> to start my podcast, the phone rang and it was my daughter. And she talked to me all the way to work, wanted me to call her once I was there, and I was willing to do all those things because whenever her energy needs me, I'm there for it because I love her so much. So one of the things, though, that I wanted to say is the reason I came on this evening right now is because I've been listening to like some nostalgic music from like the 80s. And um, during um, the 80s, uh, from four, what is it, 80, 1984 to 1988, um, I was pretty much in a like love relationship with my first love. And it was really toxic, <laughs> but it wasn't toxic in the beginning. I'm just, I want to say, the reason why I want to say this is because I realize that I have a young lady on my page that I love, but she's always been a shady friend. Even though I loved her, she was older than me. She always knew like all the Jamaican people that were like in the town that like, who won, who was seeing my dad, you know, my stepdad cheating with my off on my mom. She, you know, it was like people like, I don't know, don't be mad, but I feel like West Indian women. A lot of them, they just think it's funny. And I don't know if it's that plantation shit, you know, where they were. Because I know what England did to them. And so on the slave situation, you know, a lot of people just want to get up there with the big man in the big house and get what they can from the massa. And so everybody's sleeping with the massa pretty much. The massa can go and have his way with anybody. And if there was a buck that people liked, you know, I'm sure he'd be in and out of all the slave cabins. You know, so it's like now outside of all this, you know, um, it's like people just like knowing people that are cheating with your man. That's weird. So. Um, so anyway, I never knew, you know, I never really thought about it until we were adults. And she was always bringing up to me like she knows whoever my new my ex is with now and all this weird shit. And I'm like, OK, cool, you know. But um, I know that ever so often I post stuff that'll be like. You know, my first love was, <laughs> but just like with anything, there were positives and that's what I came on to talk about. You know, I don't, I, you know, my, his, his cousin had to delete me because his wife was a weird ass non-black Hispanic or whatever she was. And she was jealous. And frankly, she was ugly in the face. So it makes sense that she would be jealous. Because he was just a friend of mine, a childhood friend, and my husband has all types of friends, and some he slept with, and as long as he told me he slept with them ahead of time, you know, that's for reference, I would know that, and I don't care. You know, you got to trust your spouse. So, you know, I don't know, but anyway, so he said to me, I'm sorry, Ina, I did delete you because my wife was having a problem, and I'm sorry, you know, I got to keep a happy home. Yeah, I understand, boy. You know what I mean? It's sad that you got that ugly-ass wife who is um, hating. <laughs> God bless her heart. But nonetheless, um, my ex, you know, first love, I was chatting with him and I told him about what had happened with her. And he said, yeah, she told me. And I'm just like, women are so embarrassing. You know, that's one of the biggest things in this podcast that I really want to drive home that women really need to pull that shit together. It's disgusting. Men could be so cool. They could have fucked all the bitches. And now one's marrying a bitch. And he'd just be like, hey. 
you know, keep it moving. But bitches want to have a heart attack. And that shit is disgusting, okay? And so, um, nonetheless, I loved having my Tito. I loved having my Jose. You know, like, they were like my friends. You know, Jose, we were little kids. You know, once I realized that he was a little toxic and he wasn't, you know, it wasn't healthy for me, you know, I had to pray him out of my life. Because, you know, he was super jealous, he was super cheater, and it's okay for them to cheat on the other side of town, but then they want to stalk you to places, right? <laughs> but I was smart, because what made me think about him was because I was thinking about this music, and there's a song called Secret Lover that I really loved, and he used to get so mad when I listened to it. He would be like, why do you listen to like that song or something? Because he swore I was a cheater, I guess, but frankly, I was not the cheater. You know, I love monogamy. But if your ass is playing with me and you're going to try to make me feel bad and I'm feeling all sad, you know what? We got friends. Let's have friends then. That's what we're going to do then. And so he got to experience that because he ended up taking some girl to prom because we went to two separate high schools. So he was a senior and he was like two and he was two years ahead of me. And so he took some girl to prom and it was really because, you know, I went through a fat stage when I was young, thanks to him, because <laughs> I wasn't fat when I met him. You know, all that drama he was putting me through. And so anyway, so I went through a fat stage and, you know, he was Cuban, black Cuban, and all his friends were Cubans. And so to them, I was brown skin. I wasn't so pretty, you know. And then I had to cut my hair. Like, I didn't even have to. Some bitch cut my hair down without me knowing and turned me. And I was like, what? I thought she was just trimming my hair to prepare for this curly perm. But she cut it all the way down to the root. I was devastated and crying. So now I'm chubby and bald-headed, okay? And so I was just thinking what made me go on to do this podcast was that I was thinking about him and how he kind of loved me through all those things, even though he's cheating on me with some other girls. So he got some girl. She was a light-skinned girl. She was a light-skinned Spanish black. And so he was cheating with her. Like, you know, they were preparing to go to prom together. They were shopping for prom and, you know, and so I didn't know anything. I just happened to come over and he came out to re receive me in the driveway and apparently he had put the picture away, but his sister who hated me, bitch, ugly so, she... Um, ended up taking the picture and sitting it up and as I was coming in and so I saw it and I was crushed and I remember just being so upset and crying and he cried and he felt bad that I felt bad but that's what he did to me and so what ended up happening is though is that uh, I was like oh you know I was upset for a minute and then I was like oh well right we don't go to the same school so we don't have to really trip and so here we go, right? And so um, I realized, though, the way other people treated me, that, you know, the way he was in the way he was argumentative, he, like, would get upset and he might, like, you know, um, I remember he tried to slap my face one time because he was hanging out with some friends that told him that, you know, he had to beat my ass or something because his friend used to beat his girlfriend's ass. What? That wasn't her. So anyway, um, so he tried to slap my face, but he didn't get to. And then I, like, was out and I just never talked to him. And then I was just sliding out on him and he didn't even realize it. And so um, he ended up, like, stalking me. So he found out that I, he stole my phone book calling this guy that I was cheating on him with and because I was sliding out on him I wasn't planning to stay but anyway long story long story short um he I was devastated so anyway we started like breaking up pretty much and so we never had a vicious like one of those knockdown drag out fights or anything because whenever he would show up I'll be like hi you know happy to see him give him a hug when normally those shits would get out of hand with most people but not me I was like hey you know, hi, you want to sit with us? 
You're not staying? He'd be in shorts, party, like, you know, beach shorts and a t-shirt looking all crazy in flip-flops or something coming in there to bother me at a five-star restaurant where I'm having dinner with my friends and acting crazy. And little did you know, I was actually seeing the owner. Anyway, but I just wanted to say on the positive that I really appreciate him as I got older and I thought about how what his impact was in my life. I was physically abused by my mom. I felt, um, you know, very ostracized by her and um, just not really getting the proper attention and so when he came he really gave me a lot of attention he bought me gifts he gave me a little diamond ring chiplet for every anniversary you know like on like starting on the first year or the second year so I ended up having like three diamond rings from him that I gave to little girls in my neighborhood but um when I think about it, like just his conversations once we were older and being able to talk to him about stuff that was going on, he was really chilled out and it was a blessing. And so I just wanted to say, you know, send a shout out to Jose. I hope he's okay. Um, I know that his wife probably, you know, I was thinking that the girl probably was like, oh, you know, he still talks to Ina and, you know, nobody really wants anybody to talk to somebody that they love the way they, he loved me because he did love me. You know, I never questioned that, but it's just that the way he loved wasn't healthy for me. And, and I think, and he was a drinker and he used to get really wasted and I didn't like that. So it just was not going to be for me. So God brought Rory to my life and I was out. And so little did I know that he had ended up going to jail for two years while I was with Rory. And when he came out, you know, he actually was getting married to his current wife. And I talked to him on his wedding day because he was playing the piano and I just happened to call him. He must've been thinking heavily about me because that was my boo, like the love of my life. People were very jealous of the way we loved and how we were just always together. And he rode for me. He came and picked me up from school in his cute little car. And, you know, it was just a, he was a sweetheart and, and he was just such a sexy dog, you know, <laughs> his voice. He was six two. Like I remember when I first got with my husband, I used to get on my tippy toes to hug him and he'd go, who are you hugging? And it was because for four years I was hugging this guy who was six two, you know? So, um, Anyway, I do think to myself, because he, he married somebody, she was an attractive lady, you know, she loved him through all that, but she didn't give him a son. He did not feel love endorphins from you, Lorraine. Okay, he did not feel them. You gave him two daughters. Okay, you know, that's materialism. But the thing is, you know, I don't know like you know who was making it but anyway he's very ambitious you know he I I know that he got himself in trouble as a teenager trying to please this girl he was starting to see who wanted I guess one of those dope boys or whatever I just like to hard work and nigga myself and so um you know so he I prayed for him to find somebody to distract him from me and then you know he started seeing the girl who um he ended up getting in trouble for and um he wanted me to be jealous of it, but I just wasn't because I, I had prayed him out of my life. I needed to move on. And so um, he started saying like that she said that I had keyed her car. Bitch, I didn't even know who you were. <laughs> no idea. None whatsoever. And so um, I remember him coming to me and saying, you know, call her, call her and tell her you didn't do it. And I was like, you know, it was right before I was going to work early in the morning. So it just wasn't like something I wanted to do early in the morning. And so I was like, fine, just give me her number. Like, just leave her number here. And so he left. And so at some point, just not that day, but at some point, I remember just sitting in my room and I remember just thinking about the bullshit. And so I was just like, you know what? Listen, hey, hi. Um, this is Ina. I just wanted to let you know, Jose told me to call you and let you know. I don't even know you. I didn't key his car. Um, it's over between us. I have no interest in him. And frankly, um, he's crazy. So, you know, you need to leave him alone. And she was like, mm, 
and she did something funny and I said is he there and she's like yeah and I was like oh okay well have a great night okay bye I didn't kill your whore click five minutes later <laughs> get, 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 get out the door what like leave me alone Jose get, 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 get. open the fucking door no go away and so I call upstairs. I tell my neighbor, you know, oh, no, I call next door. I call next door to my neighbor, Mark. <laughs> Mark was a Peruvian. He was so handsome, so sweet. But he was Latino, and I wasn't into them no more. And he was not white Latino, so I absolutely wasn't interested in that at all. And so um, I remember calling Mark and be like, Mark, you know, my ex is at the door. He won't leave. Can you please just tell him to leave? Yeah, I'm on my way. 20 minutes later phone rings. Mark, what happened? He's still at my door. Nina, that guy is huge. Call the cops. <laughs> he goes to my window. Jose bangs at the door again. I'm like, fine, bye. He hangs up. I don't want him to get hurt. So I hang up the phone. I call 911. But before I do that, I tell him, just go home, Jose. He's like, just open the fucking door. Doesn't open the door. Goes to my bedroom window and punches the door window in. All my stuff flies off my windowsill onto the floor. Calls 911. And when I, the police show up, <laughs> they're like, ma'am, we're here. You can open the door. I open the door. I'm like, um, I just want him to go home. They're like, do you understand, sir? She just wants you to go home. And he's like, oh, I just want to talk to her. She doesn't want to talk to you. But I just want to talk to her. She doesn't want to talk to you. Mad drama, yo. And the crazy thing is my honey's brother lived upstairs from me before I ever knew them. And later I find out that he was totally aware of that situation happening. <laughs> So what was he doing trying to set his brother up with me? He wanted him to get jacked up. That's crazy. They're demons. I knew he was a demon now that I think about it. But anyway, so Jose leaves because I don't want to talk to him. And then um, we didn't talk no more. And I just went on. I think I, I was going to get a restraining order against him. And so I just went on with my life, you know, going to work. And um, and then I just felt like somebody was watching me. I felt like I was in danger like every day going to work. It was weird. And so finally, um, I remembered I met my husband and, and maybe he had already gotten arrested. Maybe that's why he left me alone now that I think about it, because there was no more like surprise show ups, you know, nothing. Now that I think about it, maybe that's he had already gotten arrested. And maybe that's because that's the only way God was going to keep him away from me, you know, and I was able to go on and move away. But um, while I was while he was. I remember something had happened prior to that. He had gotten in a fight with somebody, a guy that I was seeing and behind his back. And um, I had actually met him before Jose, about all those years later, but I was too young for him. And so now I was old enough, baby. And so um, he was a sweet guy, but he was a 12th degree black belt. And Jose made the mistake of harassing him and um, finally setting up a date without my knowledge. And he tried to get me to show up, actually. He wanted me to be there for it. And thank God I wasn't because he got beat the hell up by Carl Sherrard, who was a 12th degree black belt, <laughs> an instructor. And he was a geeked up black guy who's so beautiful. And he um, beat Jose's ass. It was terrible. He still has a scar on his eye from that shit. And so I remember he called me the next day and was like, um, so I got in a fight last night. And I was like, oh shit, did you win? He said, nope. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And so when he came, mm, he was beat up. His eye was closed. His mouth shut, blood in it. It was bad. But poor Carl Sherrard had to escape because the cops came and because Jose was unconscious. And the cops came and he had to flee. And then he had to like flee 
the area in his mind so I feel like that's where Hacker Stalker came from but anyway um yeah so it was pretty crazy but again I'm not a cheater you know I have cheated yes I'm just being honest but when a man makes a woman feel like she you know he is breaking her heart and he's lying about it and you feel crazy about it because in your intuition you know the only way a woman can feel better is to put somebody in the middle period so anyway I just wanted to say um I really appreciated the way he was able to save me from my brother I feel like I got him to keep me from my brother because my brother was disgusting and bothered me and then he used to beat me up when I wouldn't let him bother me once we had moved to Florida so God sent me this big old guy and he never bothered me again and he actually moved away after I got with Jose and my stepfather was mad because I remember I was going to have somebody beat him up or something my brother up or something he's very upset about it and it was because he didn't know what was going on uh, I never told him so anyway so that's that I just wanted to say if Jose listens to my podcast Jose I really love you I appreciate you um my love is uh forever as we always said you know I don't have to um you know hate you or make love to you or see you or be in your life to love you you understand I love you forever and I really appreciate the time you spent in my life I appreciate the gifts and the love and the support you were always there for me you never let me down and I just wanted to thank you and I just didn't want any Spanish people I wanted an American black man and that's what I got and I love him and we're still together okay and then you got an islander like yourself so you got yourself an islander and y'all still hanging tight had a beautiful daughter and um you know, God bless you, Jose Noriega Jr., Jose Luis Noriega Jr. I just want to say thank you for everything. Peace.